All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the kind of post week two, starting week three Pro Football Doc Sports Injury Central podcast. Doubleheader tonight. We're recording late morning on Monday Pacific time. Usual cast of characters here. Jacob's here and Taylor and Justin, our producer. Hey, you're you guys, your road podcast rogue podcast podcast is doing well. Get that out there. I yeah. mean, you guys, you know, I didn't even know about it. You guys are doing all the stuff. Good, good for you guys. For sure. You guys can look for that at the usual places. Yeah, and, let me uh, uh, let me jump in and do a, a little shameless plug for us. It's another fantasy football show. It's obviously presented by Sports Injury Central, and uh, and we're taking we do like a deep dive into the fantasy football aspect of uh, what we're covering at Sports Injury Central. So pretty exciting. You can find it on our YouTube channel. Uh, the video podcast is there as well. So. Well, we even got Justin out of the woodwork for that. Yeah. Normally, he's, he's been wanting hides. to do this for weeks. So I was actually going to say something. Yeah, no, no, it's good. <laughs> well, I'm glad to know we're translating you well. You haven't popped in to say, "Well, no, that's not what I said." <laughs> His ankle's fine. Yeah. Uh, last time you did walk in, Doc, and I was scared because I was like, I was literally talking about an injury too. So I was like, it's the only time he clams up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'll let you in on a secret. I haven't really listened to it. No, so. it's okay. <laughs> no, don't worry. I mean, well, you're too I, busy. You'll hear about it through Twitter. They, Doc, they said they said yeah. this, and you're saying this. What, what's the what's the middle ground? That's well, you're how older, you right, Doc? It, yeah. You're more of like a radio guy, right? Well, you know, driving through the car. That's only your only really free well, time. <laughs> let me just correct that. If you guys are saying something different than I what I'm saying. It's going to be Taylor right here. Absolutely. The one that doesn't listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one that talks more than he listens. Yep. Yes, of course. For sure. <laughs> and now with coffee now, I'm scared of you. It's becoming an everyday it's, thing now. It's an everyday thing. I mean, you don't just casually go coffee every once in a while. It's either an everyday or it's not at all. I'm not even sure I like the taste. You don't. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, it doesn't really look like coffee. It's, it's like, like vanilla latte. I yeah, don't know what it's it is. Like yeah. Some concoction. Anyways. <laughs> all right. You know, everyone thinks it's a horrible injury week. Look, it's the NFL is always injuries, but really absent Trey Lance, it was actually relatively good week. And sure. uh, and I guess you can take that both ways. I think you guys pointed out to me that the 49ers odds actually improved with Jimmy after G. the yeah. Trey Lance injury, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the Super Bowl odds dropped 200 points down, yep. <laughs> well, it's just such an interesting saga for me just to follow from the start is that Jimmy G's shoulder surgery is what made him untradeable. Everyone's, I mean, it, it's hindsight's twenty twenty, so it looks like a great move by the GM to keep him on. But the reality is, they didn't want to let him go for free by cutting him. Well, yeah, you know, we've talked about it before. Um, hiding behind health or injuries. Um, I remember after the Jared Goff news broke of the trade for Matthew Stafford. Remember that was when he, quote, was benched in favor of John Wolford against Seattle in the playoffs. Right. And everyone was like, you're wrong, you're wrong. Jared Goff, his thumb wasn't ready, but he actually came back and played three and a half quarters. And we talked about hiding behind health, that the Rams felt have fallen out of love with Jared Goff because you wouldn't, if Goff wasn't healthy, you would have, Blake Bortles would have been active. You would have had a third quarterback, but instead you didn't, which meant Goff was healthy, but you chose to play John Wolford because he could practice all week. Goff didn't practice all week. Now we're hiding behind health. With and during that, we actually the podcast was with Lonnie Paxton, right? Former New England Patriot who knows Jimmy G. And we said the 49ers were hiding behind health with Jimmy G's high ankle that year, not playing him when they could have. And sure enough, three first round picks, and here comes Trey Lance. Right. Look, the shoulder injury, no one was going to trade for Jimmy G for two reasons. Number one, you got to get healthy from the shoulder injury. Well, actually, technically three reasons. Number two, contractually, I mean, you're not going to take on his big starting contract. So what value is there? And number three, you couldn't get him early enough to get him with the new scheme. Mm -hmm. Like to... Like it never made sense. Obviously, Cooper Rush won with the Cowboys, right? But it doesn't make sense to go get Jimmy G and put him in a new system that he doesn't know and, and didn't work with. Right? Going backwards, I would say. Yeah. That. So yeah. that's why you stick with Cooper Rush. So that's why he's not tradable. Yeah, it looks brilliant now, 
But part of that brilliance was, look, I'm, and I love John Lynch, right? But part of that brilliance is he didn't have anywhere else to go. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy G realized that, so he agreed to restructure his contract. Right. He thought staying here would be his best move versus going somewhere else where he's not familiar. Look, if he goes somewhere else where he's not familiar and doesn't latch on immediately, all of a sudden his stock drops. Staying in San Francisco, you're sort of parked. You're still making some money. You can make a move next year when the, the game of quarterback musical chairs continues. Right. That always restarts. Then get a landing spot. He just was too late to the party. The music, the, yep. the music yeah. stopped. Yep. And what's he going to do, right? The music stopped. So, you know, nothing else for him to do. So it was a good compromise. And then, of course, here you go. Um, I did find it amusing some of the comments that, oh, Kyle Shanahan always gets his quarterbacks hurt. I mean, I want to ask you about that Trey Lance's usage. I mean, a lot of everyone, obviously, hindsight, people on Twitter, quick to judge, the play calling, coaching staff, all that stuff. Trey Lance, the one start last year, he did have his 16 rushes against Arizona, picked up a knee injury, and then he had three carries in the first quarter this time, and the third carries where he got hurt. Well, in general, quarterbacks get hurt how? Out Moving of the pocket, pocket. Yeah. Right. extending plays or running. That's how it happens. Philip Rivers is a tough guy, but his 200 plus game streak was he he gets rid of the ball. You know, Eli Manning, in general, Tom Brady. Okay, the one time he tore his ACL. Well, that's Twitter's funny. That's the one thing I saw Twitter comments. They're all saying all the people that, you know, were out of the pocket. He's the one that was in pocket, right? That he got hurt. First of all, but then that was the new rule, right? You can't hit a quarterback low, but you are vulnerable in your knee low. Uh, Jacoby Brissett got hit low. With a knee brace on, probably saved him from an MCL in that lead leg. Not even on the injury report. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. But so it's not impossible to get hurt in the pocket. Look, we talked about it. I'm sure we'll circle back around to it. Phillip Rivers broke ribs on multiple ex- occasions mm-hmm. in the pocket. So it's not like you don't get hurt when right. you're in the pocket. Right. You can and do get hurt in the pocket, but especially these leg injuries. Jimmy G got hurt out of the pocket, scrambling down the left sidelines instead of got the first down, didn't step out of bounds, tried to cut back in and got hit, and his hat tore his ACL. If you're out of the way, Lamar Jackson has been a relative exception, but remember the last four games last year he was out with the bone bruise. In general, Russell Wilson's been done very well Mm -hmm. running out of the pocket. But look, if you run out of necessity – third and eight and you jet the first down because that's your only play or you know whatever it is that's less risky than running as part of your offense if you run as part of your offense that makes that elevates the risk and that's trey lance he running as part of the offense and prescott was out of the pocket too he was going to the well, prescott yeah. was on a scramble yes, right exactly. and, and yep. downfield yeah. and and got tackled not quite horse collar from behind, but right. a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. Out of the pocket is how yeah. it happens. Extending plays. Um, you know, before Prescott, Tony Romo was right. getting hurt out of the pocket most of the time, extending plays, his back fracture, uh, et cetera. And you can't tell these kind of quarterbacks to stop playing because part of their value is mobility, right? I mean, look, even <laughs> even Aaron Rodgers, when he's been hurt, has been out of the pocket, right? Extending plays, you know, uh, either dumped on his shoulder the one time with the collarbone fracture, his knee issue, et cetera. There's more risk when you're out of the pocket. His right. toe was out of the pocket. He was at home, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he might be out of pocket, too. <laughs> COVID but toe. Yes, yeah. No, no. But, and, and uh, remember, when you're in the pocket, you have all the protections. Right. You're when, leaving When you're out of the pocket, you're just a runner. Your protections go away. And look, to say Kyle Shanahan hurts his quarterbacks, look, it is riskier to run your quarterbacks, but I don't know that he's trying. But you want Trey Lance just in the pocket? I mean, that's part of his effectiveness. Right. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, and um, we talked about hiding behind health, but yeah, I mean, this is just the way it fell. Now it looks brilliant. You got Jimmy G there, but I will point this out for Jimmy G. He was shelved all of training camp. He really 
hasn't been practicing much. Okay, two weeks now with what scout team reps or whatever. Mm-hmm. Came and did okay, right? I mean, of course, the 49ers won by running the ball. Right. And Jimmy G more of a, what 13 for 21, seven yard average, something like that. 12 for 20, yeah. I believe. Yeah. 12 for 20, whatever it was. Yep. 12 for 21. I mean, he's okay. I mean, game manager. Right? That, that's what he does. That's the thing. It was fine, but he was also running Trey Lance's packages, yeah, right? He had a RPO, RPO at the yep. goal line. That was an interesting. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he had a rushing touchdown. So it's going to be interesting how they morph back mm-hmm. because usually you have your backup in the mold of your starter. Jimmy G and Trey Lance are two different guys, right? I mean, you look at. Okay, go back to Lamar. Lamar, and then you have Tyler Huntley, right? You try and mold them a little bit the same. You're not going to have a pure pocket guy as your backup when you have Lamar as your starter, right? That was that was part of the issue going way back. Josh McDaniels and Tim Tebow, they won with Tim Tebow, but he was a unicorn. Mm-hmm. And so how do you practice for your backup for one offensive system and the starter for another? It's very difficult. and uh, Especially with the left hand, too. Yeah, I mean, handedness and the whole other thing. But in any case. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how it affects just fantasy stocks and stuff in general. I mean, does George Kittle have a chance to come back week three from that groin? I think week three is his 50-50 week. But prior to this, he, he was won. never had a chance. He right? never had a chance. Yeah. Week one, not a chance. And week two, you know, I would really say, I'd say week one, the correct one was out. Week two was doubtful. This is probably the real questionable week right now of whether he can come back or not right now we're kind of at 50 50 on Kittle we'll jump to the uh the other team in that big Sunday night football matchup the Broncos uh well banged up in their win over the Texans uh we I know we just shot a video uh talking about Jerry Judy and I would think it's likely SC joint with why is it why is he allowed to call it ribs when in game they call it shoulder I mean I know there's the the disconnect between what he's hearing from the medical staff after the game and what the PR is put out in game well I'm gonna borrow a joke from Dr. Ezon who helps us out with the panel. He he tries to say the SC joint as opposed to the UCLA joint, but you know, <laughs> uh, that's good. SC that's good. stands for sternoclavicular joint. So there's the collarbone, you know, we don't do a ton of models here, but the end of the collarbone here is the AC joint, a chromioclavicular joint. Here it's sternum, sterno, let's see, sternoclavicular joint. And it's very near the ribs. So they announced shoulder questionable. And we were saying, look, if it's AC joint, you can get an injection in return. If it's SC, maybe not. And when he didn't, we started leaning towards SC joint. No fracture. Right. And then uh, I keep saying Paul, but Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made a video earlier, and I said Paul Hackett, right? You said it so fast. It's just like Paul Hackett. So it's like you might be able to pass with that. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> and then you guys said until he – proves himself maybe he doesn't yeah. you don't need to learn yeah. <laughs> whatever that's all another story nathaniel yep. hackett said ribs well the sc joint is close to the ribs so you know pressing so we think it's sc joint tyreek hill sc joint three years ago yep. week one exited had a procedure at the hospital to relocate it more severe i would more say more severe yeah. missed four weeks return week six so really five missed that game and four more so uh return week six jerry judy's better than that uh hopefully two no more than four okay i mean if things go don't go his way i mean he could hit four week ir but hopefully he can avoid it a couple weeks yeah, Hill was four to six when they initially do that. So I guess that was because it was surgery, right? They added a couple more weeks. And, and that was more tech, severe, you said. And it wasn't an incision surgery. Right. It was just okay. pulling the bone back to where it belonged okay. a little bit. So Judy, you know, a season's not over, no surgery, two at most four weeks. That's Speak, kind of the way. That's become a little wide receiver cluster, though. KJ Hamler still coming back from his knee and hip procedures. Tim Patrick, obviously gone for the year with the torn ACL. So Kendall Hinton was out there, former quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how that, that suits up. But big uh, Cortland Sutton had a day with Jerry Judy out, that's for sure. Yeah, we, we, we like that, right? Mm-hmm. That, Absolutely. And remember, second year back from ACL for Cortland Sutton. Right. That's why we're on his prop week one. And, and in our future, we can say the futures. Yes, yeah. 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 We have Cortland Sutton in our futures. Yep. So he's had a pace so far. For right? sure. So yep. 
hitting the futures. Uh, that's all part of our sick picks. You can go to sickscore.com and hit the sick picks tab and and see what that's all about. But uh, yeah, I forgot about that. We're in good position with Cortland Sutton for sure. I and mean, of course, you got to stay injury free and whatever. But you got to. It's projecting pretty well. Absolutely. Uh, Another big one is uh, Patrick Sertain. He left the game with a shoulder injury, eventually ruled out. Um, In Rapport reporting his day-to-day. We didn't see much in that, right, Doc? Yeah, he was blocking. and It almost makes me think like he's got a pre-existing labral issue that got aggravated. You might see a shoulder harness on him and playing. He's said to be day to day. We'll see. But he's our number one corner, so that'd be an issue if he can't can't play. I, I don't. I mean, his issue is going to be jamming to the line of scrimmage, running in coverage. I think he's going to be fine. Uh, look for that shoulder harness next time on him. But there's a chance he plays week three. We'll see. Jameis Winston. I know right before the Sunday games, Jay Glazer came on saying he has four fractures in his back. Um, Anything you see anything with that? I mean, is it is it a pain tolerance? Is it a little bit overblown? What what's going Look, on with there? I saw some Twitter stuff where they said, Well, if this is true, this is malpractice and the Saints doctor should be fired and all this stuff. First of all, nobody <laughs> okay. Humanistically, no one's putting someone at risk for paralysis purposefully. There's no way this is for vertebral body fractures or lamina fractures or facet fractures. And there's no way you could play through that. Assuming that there's four fractures, it's avulsion fractures of the transverse process. Can be quite painful, no question. But there's lots of history of playing through transverse process fractures. Cam Newton comes to mind. Derek Carr comes to mind the one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, four is more than most. It is a pain tolerance. And, and Jameis Winston is tough. Uh, you know, to uh, come I, back from his ACL as well. So, uh, yeah, now it's injury on top of injury. And obviously, he didn't have the best game. He's still coming off his ACL in the back and they lost. And But Jameis Winston's tough. And uh, look, I nominated him for Beast of the Week. I mean, to play through. Those are hard to inject to play through. And he played through, and so uh, uh, kudos. But it's he wasn't going to be paralyzed. That wasn't the thing. And look, Jake Glazier, that's a great report. No one had that, okay? Well, uh, you remember last we time that I remember seeing something like crazy? You remember when Drew Brees broke his ribs? I remember a report saying like there was like 90 ribs broken. You said there's no way it could be because his, his uh, chest would be caved in. Uh, like Sometimes uh, I feel like the numbers are... It's a little exaggerated, especially Glazer, maybe. But. Well, when something doesn't make sense, there's usually a good explanation. And sometimes right. it's lost in the translation. I mean, uh, I almost said Paul again. Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Hackett. Hackett. Daniel yeah. Hackett. <laughs> ribs. His team said shoulder. Now he comes back. I mean, I don't, you know. They're not trying to mislead. It's just, no, yeah, sometimes it's lost, it's lost in the translation. And, right. and we talk about it all the time. People said, oh, he had his meniscus repair. What? No, no, no. He had a meniscus trim, right? I mm-hmm, mean, they just right. use the vernacular repair. And, and that's kind of what our role is to try and straighten things out a little bit. So sure. I'm not worried about that stuff. And But uh, my uh, my hat's off to everybody. Um, and to play this game of football, you have to be tough. There are some that are tougher than others, but if you don't like contact, you're not yeah. you, wrong you, job. Right? Yeah. If you don't like you don't like contact, you're going to drop out at the high school level. Right, right. You're right. not getting to college. You're it just gets it just gets more. Uh, yeah. You know, so further. in general, and I guess the only exception is maybe kickers, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, they may not like. That's a psychological contact. job. Then I don't know if I want that either. I <laughs> uh, know. Well, you know. <laughs> Well, so, since we're talking about fractures, I learned something I didn't know this week that you could fracture rib cartilage that Herbert reportedly has and Kamara is reportedly dealing with too. Fracture means break. Okay. So let's be simple. Mm-hmm. You guys know us. I don't like, I have all the models you want. We can bring out skeletons and models and stuff. But like, you don't like yeah, that. That's no. a crutch, right? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I like to talk about what injuries mean in football. Yeah. To say the knee bone's connected to the leg bone or the MCL's on the inside of the knee and it does the... Eh, we could have been science majors. It's like a, weather, it's like a weatherman, yeah. right? You can point to a green screen. <laughs> yeah. Do you actually understand the weather, though? Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> let me explain it to you this way. Uh, we're sitting at this table here, okay? Fracture is a break, okay? Fancy word for break. Mm-hmm. Can you break a table leg? Yeah. Piece of wood. 
Yeah. Almost mm-hmm. like bone. Right. Can you break a plastic table leg? No, then, not really. Then, no. Then, well, you can, yeah, right? Not, not <laughs> hands but first. It's still, yeah. But it's not as easy. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, I broke my wife's plastic lounge side room chair. Oh, so you know, you have experience. That's a recent <laughs> yeah. example. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, little, I lean back and you know yeah. crack the handle that yeah. broke. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. I got to replace it. But you can crack plastic. So mm. think of cartilage as more plastic than wood than bone being wood okay. but yes you can break plastic you okay. can break. now the issue there is i don't know if that analogy st- struck home i think not. just the only i'm thinking every time it. i hear cartilage i just think your ear so it's like you can't well, break your ear there's different <laughs> types. your nose your nose yeah right? i guess yeah. you can yeah. have your ear, ear bitten off no, that's a whole nother <laughs> that's a whole nother sport yeah another sport another story no I, I yes you can and the problem is don't take the cheese and i'm not saying he's lying maybe he's not explaining it correctly right there's no way you can tell me it's better to have a rib cartilage injury than all across the board better than a rib fracture it's probably better for acute pain because rib fractures have more a little more acute pain and perhaps if Justin Herbert had true rib fractures as heroic as he was. He wouldn't have been able to finish the game. Right. And Alvin Kamara finished the game, right? Mm -hmm. I I mean, with those rib rib cartilage fractures. So rib cartilage fractures are better because they hurt less. They're probably also better because it's down lower and you don't have the sharp edge and the risk for lung damage. So that's where it's better. Where it's worse is it lingers longer. And part of that is what heals quicker when you cut yourself shaving or you get a paper cut. The shave cut heals real right, quick because right. it bleeds and yep. then it heals. But that paper cut that doesn't bleed and takes much It lingers much too and it lingers a pain, yep. Rib cartilage, bone, dry as a bone is a misnomer. That was a good analogy, by the way. That hit hard. I like that one. I was going, Sorry, I was just grading. He's I was grading the two. <laughs> yeah. look, I was looking at blank stares earlier. Yeah, 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 and, no, yeah, uh, yeah, that's why you questioned it. Oh, it's good. <laughs> so dry as a bone is a misnomer. Bone is very vascular and mm-hmm. bleeds. Okay. And especially rib bone, cancellous bone, heals quickly, et cetera, with callus and the whole deal. We don't need to get into all that. Mm-hmm. Rib cartilage, cartilage does not have significant blood supply. That's why it's longer. So I would not say rib cartilage is blanketly better than rib bone. It has its up and down side. And Kamara didn't play. Mm -hmm. Now, we're actually working on a piece now. Um, Things have changed post Tyrod Taylor. Look, I get it. You know, back in the old days when I worked for the then San Diego Chargers and we walked five miles through the snow, uphill both ways, to and from practice, right? The old grandpa (laughs) story, right? (laughs) We injected people regularly. I told a story about Drew Brees. I had permission to tell the story Mm -hmm. that when he was, before he reached greatness, I mean, he's almost left the game, was benched for Phillip Rivers, and we injected him in the hallway, you know, uh, and then inject him. And we won the AFC West for the first time ever, 12 and four with Drew Brees and retained his job. And that sort of launched his career, really inject him the hallway. Like Philip Rivers has allowed me to say, I've injected him a couple dozen times. Well, I was going to say, um, when the Taylor first thing happened, you were explaining how you used to do it. You said you used to, you've done it a hundred times in your career. I well, I actually had my assistant count yeah. who helped me with the team. Yeah. I said, how many times do you think? And he said, probably a hundred. Yeah, I remember because you saying across, that during Taylor. You know, yeah. 17 years, right? right so, yeah. so if you're like half dozen times a year, you're at a hundred, right, right? right? And that's probably true, um, you know? And look, every time someone, and Philip Rivers got a rib fracture, we probably injected three four weeks right, right? so you know there so it's there not a one go. it's not a one week and done you got like you said well here's the thing the injections work very well during the game you got a band of dumbness and you could throw you can do everything now, you oh. can't practice okay that's one thing but the other thing is i also can't promise how sore you'll be after the game okay <laughs> so, you're not, you're not, yeah, yes. so, so in a perfect world 
look, if you had clinched or essentially clinched a playoff spot, you should sit your quarterback with the rib fracture for two weeks to because in a couple of weeks he's going to be pretty good. And then you know, but if you're playing him, injecting him, you're sort of delaying the healing because if he gets hit or he torques and the whole thing. And believe it or not, it's not about the flak jacket. Flak jacket sounds good. It hurts to cough or sneeze or twist. <laughs> it hurts to when you valsalva or bear down. I mean, muscles are attached, intercostals, the oblique. It's not just about the flak jacket. But Gannon said that, right? He said it's, it hurts to do all Rich kinds Gannon of things. Rich Gannon said yes, that, yes. yes. yes yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Rich knows what he's talking about. For we sure. love Rich Gannon. Yes, absolutely. Um, Raider Gray, we know. Yeah, sorry. sorry. I think sometimes from the, the layman's view, there's a little bit of like worry of like, oh, could they do further damage because they're numb and they, they're not realizing how much damage they're doing until after the game? Is there any truth yes. to that? Yes. I mean, you take another big shot on your ribs and or your college, uh, I feel no pain. Right? Superhero for a second. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, uh, you come from the dentist sometimes and part of your lip or mouth or tongue are numb. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can bite it and not even know, right? right absolutely. So, right. So yeah, I mean, when it's numb, you don't you don't feel anything. So but the players know that risk when when they choose to or not to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I'm working on you remind me of Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon is so great. He's agreed to do it. We'll get Norv Turner to do it, although he's on a trip right now. Um He's a busy man. Between he's retired. It's all right. <laughs> he's living the good life. Yeah, good for absolutely. him. He, he put in his work. Yeah. And yeah. we've got a commitment from Pat Kerwin to be the GM to do it. Oh, awesome. I got to find a time to get Pat so, Kerwin as GM. Busy schedules. Yeah. Norv Turner as head coach. Rich Gannon as player. And me as team doctor. And basically simulate a conversation for all for you all about What's the decision-making process mm -hmm. for Dak Prescott returning to play or IR not all the different factors, what the player's saying, what the head coach is saying, what the GM is saying, what the doctor is saying, and have a conversation. Do same thing for Justin Herbert. Mm -hmm. What's that conversation like? Right. And uh, it's just, a we're going to do it. Just a matter of scheduling between my schedule. You got I mean, five celebrities in there. Yeah. It's hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, five celebrities. How do you get five celebrities? In I there? did the math wrong. Four. <laughs> well, four celebrities. Who are you talking about? Gan Gannon. You are in there, right? No. I was saying. I'll, I'll be in the podcast, but it's Gannon. I was saying you're not counting yourself. Gannon, Norb, and Kerwin. Yeah. Okay. It's their schedule. I'll try uh, and figure it out. Okay. It, my, my schedule isn't the celebrity schedule. It's the family schedule. Okay. And look, I went to a baseball game for my son before I came to the war, the, the command center on Sunday uh kind of deal so anyways Absolutely. um so i think that would be fun no, that's a great idea let's get to another little bit of odd one and then we'll, we'll look ahead to week three but jc jackson with the extra ankle bone coming back i know we, we thought it was a week too early maybe for him to come back and the numbers kind of reflect that didn't do that I, coverage i was wrong i didn't think he would play with the ostrigonum he did play then somebody showed me the stats Seven completions on eight targets yep. for 79 and a touchdown yeah. coverage grade 36.8. Yeah. That's pro football focus. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And and playing does not mean a hundred percent. That's all I'm saying. Two things about that. First of all, we're getting a beat on the coach speak from Coach Staley. Mm -hmm. It was superficial. It was surface. Ostrigonum's deep now. <laughs> right, right. I it's mean, got a bone. Yeah, it's <laughs> got a bone. And and look, let me defend the poor Chargers medical staff. Look, I, I'm not involved with the Chargers. I know the athletic trainers very well. They do a really good job. Let me defend the doctors a little bit. The number one question. Okay, they're getting enough flack with, with Tyrod Taylor and the lawsuit that was talked about. That's over a year old. Yeah, it just always comes up because it's convenient. Uh, look, a lot of players have ostrigonums that NFL teams don't even know about. Because if it's not symptomatic, why are you doing it? Even right. if you knew about it, if it's not symptomatic, why are you doing anything about it? Right. It obviously became symptomatic or was becoming symptomatic. And they pulled the trigger earlier in training camp to limit the amount of time that he needs. It's okay. You react. Look, what would you say if you were a player? And let's say I, we x-rayed you from head to toe. We found an ostrigonum, but it never bothered you. 
And Jacob, I said, we need to take it out and do surgery. What are you going to say to me? Uh, yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> I mean, people Why? have the option with the wisdom teeth and they don't always do it. So yeah, is it, is unless it really it's that bothering different? you. Now, if it's bothering you, I'd say, come on, come on, let's get it out in the off season or let's get through the season and let's get out. So they pull the trigger in the preseason. So you can he, live your whole life without it's possible. Doing, okay, yeah. that's what I'm okay. Now he's a free agent signing. Now, what I don't know is this did, is what I asked did, you. Did, did the, the Patriots, Patriots know about yeah. it ahead of time? Yep. Yes or no? And it could be either way. I mean, he didn't really miss any time with the specifically that ankle injury. Right. Or, yeah. So, and did the Chargers know about it and see it on physical? Even if they did, I don't think it changes the free agent signing. Is it easy to see through x rays? If, if you did a screening x ray, yeah, I think you could see it. Okay. But I'll bet you there's at least one other player on every NFL team that has an off strike. Really? Wow. That's not symptomatic. Not in in the foot, or is it? Uh, is it? That's that's in the tail. It's uh, back okay, of the ankle. Okay, okay. I'll bet you there's at least one other player on every NFL team that has a bipartite patella, which is a patella that has two pieces. I know Rankins playing. has an issue with his foot near his Achilles. There's some issue that it rubs against, and he had to. That may be a spur or yeah, something. But something, yeah. bottom line is, look, we can get out the whole story. If it's easy to say someone made a mistake and they did bad and whatever, right. but. Uh, there's other explanations and that's kind of, and, and that's actually the other thing that I think when I started doing this, I told you players, I thought they might not like it. They actually don't mind it. Cause I sort of get out the side of the story, except for maybe Dobbins and, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a good well, segue. They're, they're, fight, they're fighting right to too Dobbins. many people. He's fighting yeah. everybody. Yeah. He's, yeah, but, he's on the fence. Yeah. But the other, or Michael Thomas, right? Your fantasy yeah, yeah, doctor. Yeah. Yeah. But I've actually been relatively surprised about, Look, team doctors know this. They don't have a voice. It's HIPAA. They can't speak out. They can't tell their side. Mm -hmm. And I often tell them in the beginning, they're like, why are you doing this? You know, I'm like, well, look, you want to be second guessed by media or the fans or be first guessed by somebody who sat in your shoes? I mean, you know, yeah. who's more jury of your peers, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, in terms of knowing how it works and whatever. So anyways... Move on, move well, on. Well, it's interesting that, I mean, like you said, the medical can't supersede the players and go in front of media and, oh, this, is what, he, this is what he has, this is the severity of it. So it's interesting to see a guy like Dobbins in an interview talk about the, the extreme damage to his It happened yeah. to me here in San Diego. We can talk about this because Sean Merriman, I'm the one who said, you need major knee surgery. He got a second opinion. The second opinion guy kind of said, eh, you know, you can decide. Mm -hmm. And he finally came back to me and said, you do the surgery. I said, but by this point, I don't have one, but I'm ready week one. I'm like, I don't have that surgery anymore. The time's too short. He didn't have it. And then after one game, he went out and local media in San Diego was killing me saying, why didn't you tell him to have the surgery? I'm like, thinking, I did. <laughs> like <laughs> I talked to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, kind, kind of thing. So anyways, so that's why I always say I, I can see both sides of this. Well, I think it, what you've been telling us this week too on Dobbins is like we've just been hammering them all offseason training camp, all this stuff, but it's not about the player, it's the injury. Let me just go on the record for the podcast. His recovery is actually fantastic. Mr. Dobbins, you've done a great job. This last week, he finally admitted what we've been saying. He even went over the top of us. We right. said this is multi-ligament, LCL on top of ACL. That's why, even though he was preseason, this is why it takes longer. Mm -hmm. He said ACL, LCL, hamstring, the biceps femoris, were probably attaches to the LCL, okay. and meniscus. Meniscus, a lot of times you have meniscus, but that LCL, posterior lateral corner, part of the biceps femoris, that's why he's taking longer, and he's actually doing very, very well. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's not realistic for him to be productive at the beginning of the season and play, right. especially the way he kind of limps around. But he's actually recovering really well. Remember Teddy Bridgewater's knee? Yep. I was like, he missed two years, right? I mean, uh, kind of situation. So yep. my point is he's doing very well. It's just his injury isn't ready, and this is why, going back to sick picks, Right now, under 875 yards for the season looks pretty good. I'm not sure he's playing this week either. I get it. He was full practice last week. So was Godwin, right? Maybe so week was one. Godwin, yeah, week right? One, yeah. Week one, right. Yeah. I think he's probably out another week, maybe two, Dobbins. We'll see. 
Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. When you always say it's not, it's not a, a light switch. It's not like, boom, he's getting 20 carries. Boom, he's getting 25 carries. And he's you, you four yards a carry, all that stuff. You, and obviously, we had the Tyree kill. It's like picks, the prop, and the whole deal. Part of it was what? Marlon Humphrey growing, low six score, didn't finish the game. Mm-hmm. Growing, pretty hard to cover guys. Yeah, and he even said that it was, yeah, like you said, it was hard. Marcus Peter still coming off the ACL, first game back. Yep. Off the ACL. Week one. Yep. Having to react to a wide receiver as opposed to dictate. It's easier for Godwin to dictate than for someone to who, with the, who's coming off a torn ACL to cover someone who's healthy. Godwin can at least dictate his cuts and where he's going. We even had a video with Tyreek Hill, one of the plays he went inside and he, he exposed the knee a little bit on one of the and touchdowns. Look, when when Marlon Humphrey went out and obviously that it was favorable. First of all, they were chasing right, so they were throwing a lot, right. but they were actually ended up attacking the weakness, some of the coverage. And you know, this, this is where depth, we say, right? This is the one and two guy. This is huge. Yeah, it's a big. It hurts. This is why we do what we do. <laughs> right. Feel, you know, we're never not hundred percent, but what what do we say that if you took a team with 10 points the healthier, 10-point differential, one team to the next, and we break down offense, defense, run offense, run defense, the whole deal. Blindly, we've historically been, what, 59%? Mm-hmm. If you just blindly took it against the spread, right? So, um, and we try not to do it blindly. We try and look at it more scientifically than that. For sure. Let's but, change how you look at games as fan, too, because if you look at just the score line and what, but the uh, Dolphins were down when they started coming back. You're like, wow, the Ravens really folded. That's on the coaching staff. That's on the players, all this stuff. But it's not, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. They were dealing with a lot of defensive injuries and depth and Marlon Humphrey's going out. So just, just a different view to look at it as. Yeah. That's why we're trying to do here now. That's why I love this week. Only seven games. We had a fighting chance to, like, of course, we have a spotter in each game, but I had a better fighting chance to see it. Absolutely. I mean, I hate it when it's like nine games or 10 yeah. games. And then right? there's three so afternoon games. And then three in the yeah. afternoon. I mean, can we even it out? Seven and five is good. Let's And let's permanently do two Monday night. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. tonight we'll, that. we'll be in the command center here for a little bit with the two games on, and I think that'll be easy. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think so. Uh, jump forward to next week's Monday night game, uh, Cowboys against the Giants. I know the Cowboys are extremely banged up. Each week gets worse. Dalton Schultz uh, went out with the right knee injury. Looked like might have been a contusion, possible PCL strain. We'll, we'll like, wait for uh, MRI on that. but It's definitely not an ACL. He fell directly on the knee. Worry is for PCL. Now, Cowboys fans have to be familiar with it, right? Ezekiel Elliott, PCL last year, mm-hmm. the hidden injury that he played through. It's not surgery. Let's wait for confirmation of the PCL, but that's our worry. It's not surgery. He'll be fine. If it's mild, two weeks. If it's severe, it could be six, eight. I don't think it's severe. I mean, he's on the crux of four-week IR or not, and we'll see what that decision is. Look, if you want to grade him on the Dr. Jones Dak Prescott's a scale. <laughs> He's playing next week, you know. <laughs> that the He'll be at practice tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> then, oh, it didn't quite work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. T- two to four weeks. And I keep saying it. You know it's going to come up. Justin, mark this. The internet's going to go crazy and Cowboy fans are going to go crazy because the Cowboy, they're going to, there are going to be tweets with Dak Prescott throwing the ball in another week or two. Mm-hmm. He's ready. He's throwing a ball. You know, that's not game conditions and grip, and there's risk of refracture still. Don't go crazy when you, you see him toss a ball on the sidelines here or at a practice. Now, now he can practice, right? He's not an injured reserve. Mm. So when he does some pat-and-go or individual drills, you watch. There'll be, he's ready, he's ready. Well, it's going to heat up week five against the Rams, and then they get the Eagles week six, so there'll be a lot of, a lot of chatter, I'm sure. Eagles specifically, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, right now, I mean, uh, Cooper Rush did all right. Yeah, uh, Stephen Jones on the radio and uh, local radio, I saw a tweet. He's saying that Michael Gallup has a realistic chance of playing Monday night. That was the January second ACL tear. What? How realistic are his chances? Well, what are you expecting from him? I mean, he has a very quote realistic chance to play Monday night. He's on the active roster. All he has to do to play is for 
Jerry or Steven to tell Mike McCarthy, activate him and he'll play. But at what percent, you know, we still have a lowered six score for him, lowered expectations. Remember what happened to Godwin? Made a couple plays. We talked about it last week. You had uh, 62 for Godwin and 57 for Gallup going into the season. So they're they're in the same bracket right there. Yeah. Yeah. Gallup's a little bit behind Godwin. Godwin's not playing this week either. Right, with the ham. Yeah. Hamstring, My yeah. assumption. And, uh, you know, um, obviously missed week two. We knew he wasn't going to bet the house he wasn't going to play week two. Right. We're strongly, he's not playing week three. Then we'll see after that. We'll talk about clusters too with that one. That's Godwin's out. Mike Evans is suspended. Uh, Jones missed with the knee. Gage just came back with the hamstring. That's all their receivers right now, there. <laughs> Now that you mentioned that, let me back up a little bit on that. They may go back to Godwin and say, okay, we know you're not 100%, <laughs> yeah. but we need hey, somebody. Decoy, something, yeah. We need something out yeah. here. So let me – let me. I had to uh, set the stage for a second. Yeah, I mean, no Mike Evans, Julio. Yeah, I mean, you're, they're not going to engage just coming up. I mean, they're not going to just run – Fournette some, just came back from the ham as well. Hamstring. Yeah, so – Keep on saying ham, I'm sorry. This is what I would say. Return to play, there's a lot of factors. Right. There's a lot of factors, and uh, so we'll have to figure it out. That's a big injury matchup. They get the Packers in the afternoon slot, so uh, maybe Bakhtiari makes it back. I mean, Elton Jenkins was active for a game, so I know it was the Bears, but... Elton Jenkins, he did okay. He gave up a sack at least, and there's some pressures. Um, Bakhtiari, look, it's been two years. I mean... Three surgeries. What? Just one more week and he's going to be great? I mean, look, I hope he gets there. Last time I saw him, he was still limping. Yeah. I remember one of his quotes right before the season. He was like, oh, I'm going to try to play the whole season. When I hear that, I'm like, you're missing four games, maybe. Yeah. You're saying you're trying to play 17 games. You know, well, it's going to be a battle. That's what he, yeah. it seems like he's setting up, <laughs> yeah. is dealing with all the swelling and all the stuff he's dealt with before. That's not going anywhere. He's right? getting a knee drained like almost before every game, they're saying. So before, you know, last yeah, year. Well, so. We'll see. Yep. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not holding my breath there. Right. Uh, James Conner exited with the ankle sprain. They're, they get a matchup against the Rams this week. I think it was interesting to see Cam Akers' usage, but what are uh, Conner's yeah. chances to get back on the field for week three? Not what I'm mad at. I wanted the Connor, the Cam Akers prop oh, yes. after the week one, and he got a bulk of the carries this time, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he would have hit the over, but anyways... I wanted that prop, and and by the way, it's for sick picks and other stuff. I, I I'm in California. We I don't wager anything anywhere. It's all play stuff that we're saying for me, but it's for sick picks in the site. Uh, James Conner's injury is not significant. Yeah, Rapport uh, said it might be minor, and he's day to day. At least yeah. this morning. Uh, we just got news on Jerry Judy too. It's also considered day to day. They said chest slash sternum injury. So it's finally said sternum. <laughs> there it is. Yes, <laughs> sternum. Yeah, the hey. There we go. Yeah, the rib bone connect. No, anyways. S is for yeah, sternum. SC yes. joint. SC joint. Sternoclavicular joint. Yes. Day to day. Now, day to day is probably right. I mean, there's a shot he could play this week. There's a shot that he could play with this week. <laughs> no, hey. uh, is another issue. Um, yeah. I mean, two weeks is a. Good target. He could make one. Don't think it's leaking to four, but that's sort of the range. So it's not impossible. A lesser one I just saw too, uh, Stephen Memes, the weak side linebacker, did confirm Achilles as well too. So you're doing good right now. On these yeah, two. well, <laughs> Raiden's depth is is not. They are they have under 86 score this like right now, and they every week I feel like we are caused to drop it more. Um, yeah. That looked like the video blocked his heel and ankle, yeah, yeah. but that you had the worry like though, yeah, the worry for Achilles there, and then, and then the other guy with the broken ankle, uh, the the fill for the Rams, uh, uh, oh, the right guard, yes, the right oh, yeah. guard, yes, yes. his fractured ancrum, fib- yeah, yeah fibula. fractured fibula, yeah. Yep. And that's an issue too because they've moved their right guard to um, uh, center because Brian Allen's dealing with the knee scope, so they're going to be on a third string right guard. So there's a little bit of shuffle and offensive line issues for the Rams. Yep. What I know it's not exactly injury based, but is there anything you see going on with 
the Bengals and Joe Burrow. I mean, he's the most sacked quarterback in the league. He's got 13 sacks. Is that missed time because the appendix, new O-line? Well, my understanding is their left tackle is a stud that they drafted. Jonah Williams. Jonah Williams. But the other four guys are all new. Yep. I mean, look, can you throw five guys out on a basketball court and be play well together. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's kind of what it is there in the offensive yeah. line, right? You got to communicate. You got to know. You got to get used to each other, et cetera. Talent doesn't matter in this situation. Well, like talent certainly matters, but playing together matters too. I right. mean, look, one thing that I always said, or in my mind, each sack is worth probably half a turnover. Mm-hmm. Because look, if you get a sack, you're less likely to get a first down than you're punting and you know, whatever. But obviously, you get sacked when you're on the 10 yard line, you still kick the field goal. So it's not worth the turnover. So, in general, Joe Burroughs had six sacks this week. So, if and the seven the week before, yeah, seven the week before. 13. Now, how do you win a game when you throw four picks and have seven sacks? Right? I mean, that's a lot of turnovers. The Cowboys, I think the game, there was no turnovers, right? Correct? I think he had a fumble, but they got it back. Okay. Yeah. But six sacks, and the Cowboys were sacked once. So if a team has two more turnovers than another team, the win percentage is like 90-some percent. Mm -hmm. So the five extra sacks is more than two turnovers. That win percentage is 90-plus percent when a team is – Minus two on turnovers, they're ninety percent loss throughout history of time, uh, et cetera. So that's they got to get that straightened out. They get a matchup with the Jets this week. Uh, I think Salah has already ruled out Zach Wilson through week four, and we're still in week three. So what's uh, what's Zach Wilson's recovery timeline? Is he going to be ready to go week five? And he's returned to practice well, Flacco, field. Flacco's like second or third league in passing yards, so I don't know if he wants to bring. Do we stuff. got a quarterback battle? <laughs> no, but yeah, look. Zach Wilson, if that were Tom Brady, he'd be playing already. Right. He's ready to go. They're just getting him the practice reps and to be comfortable and, and what have you because he's their long term. And, you know, it doesn't hurt that Flacco did okay this week. All right, let's jump to the Beast of the Week. Uh, Doc, you had uh, brought up a nomination of uh, college football, non injury, actually, surprisingly, but. Uh, Penn State quarterback Sean Clifford out of the pocket, like we talked about earlier, but <laughs> scrambling, gets, wasn't really sure what to do. <laughs> and Justin's gets, showing it here. I'm sure he gets yeah. destroyed. <laughs> crushed, crushed. I mean, this is an old school, you got jacked video. I didn't see the game. The reason why I am saying nominating for Beast Week, he stayed in the game. You know why? Because their backup's like a five-star recruit. He's in his last year. He's scared to lose his job. Also, like we talked about pocket quarterbacks, that's somebody that should never have left the pocket. And so he was a sitting duck there. Did you see the video? Yeah. What would you have done if you got hit like that? You just stumbling. Yeah, I'm just laying down doing snow angels, something. I mean, <laughs> I'm not getting comfortable on the ground. He got crushed right. of the video. And he stayed in the game. I mean, the question is, he didn't get a head check, medical. <laughs> I mean, no targeting calls. A little surprised. I mean, I mean, you know what's amazing? We talked about this before. Like, not getting political. Mm-hmm. Whatever, COVID is real. Whatever. If this were prior to the COVID pandemic, the internet would have exploded with head injury. Where's the head check? Look at that guy. I can't believe they put him out of safety of the players. But since COVID, this, you know, people have. You focusing know, on other things. Focusing yeah. on other yeah. things. You know, it's yeah. not as it's not forefront of of the mind of everybody. But I mean, that hit speaks for itself. So I'll give it to him. I think he's a beast to <laughs> get up after that one. I'm assuming he's okay. Otherwise, I, I wouldn't want we to talk heard about it. Yeah. yeah, that got injured. Yeah. Unless you got something else for beast. So you like? Yeah, you, my nomination is Mike Evans for coming out of the woodworks. You know, continuing that beef with Marshawn Lattimore, he takes every opportunity he can get. But uh, what caught me was he was talking to the ref after all the scrum and everything. He says, that's Tom Brady. What do you want me to do? <laughs> that's I mean, a good point. There's, there's not much. Yeah. No, no, no. What do you want him to do is that's Tom Brady. Okay, step in between them. Yep. You didn't need to go. <laughs> like, like that was a war of words, and there wasn't necessarily. He already walked away already. He came yeah. back. Yeah, yeah so. I mean, 
Uh, I, I read what uh, uh, Runyon said, um, uh, the, uh, the guy that, you know, the players' safety and stuff, and he said the same thing. He's like, you went to the sideline, but then you came back and pushed him, and another fight started. So, I mean... Not the, the escalation you, you want out of it. Yeah. Yeah. If a principal gave me that slip, I have to accept what I did. Was, 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 was Bruce Arians chirping? I mean, I heard some reports. He was chirping on the side. Yes, he was. He was it, part of it. Yeah, it looked like he kind of ordered, uh, looked at Mike Evans, gave him a look. Like, you're going to let that happen? <laughs> so. let, yeah. You go, they're, they're talking to Tom Brady. You got to do something. I don't know. I, I don't know what happened there. But, I mean, he's not a member of the coaching staff. You're not allowed on the sideline. Yeah. Yeah, the GM's not allowed on the sideline. I saw the said two, two minutes. minutes said, I saw yeah. something where after the game, Bol Todd Bowles was asked about it. They said, oh, his booth wasn't ready or something like that. Or he didn't have a booth available up What, do they up need top. to li line it with gold? Yeah. Like, he wasn't ready. That seemed like, I don't I don't know what's going on there, but we need to look more into that. Did he for, do you think he like forced his way onto the sideline? He think he was losing power up in the well, booth? I, I don't know. I don't think. Right. I mean, it's Bruce Arians. I don't think you'd have to force anything. I mean, who is security guy on the sideline going to stop no him? One's stopping him I mean, no one's stopping him. You know, here's he's wearing Bruce bright Arians. red. Everybody knows who he's he is. Team colors, <laughs> yeah. know who he is. Yep. I, I don't think he. I have to go back and look at the video, but I don't think he had a credential dangling from the side. He did from, not. From, from he's well. Visibly, you know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you have to be issued a credential. I was always issued a cred credential. Okay, maybe at home sometimes I didn't need it because I knew all the security, but on the road I need my credential <laughs> to mm -hmm. get down on the sideline in the little dangling tag thing or then around your neck. I didn't see Bruce Arians with the cred his credential was this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know yeah, who I am? That's yeah. a credential. <laughs> yeah. You're making a mistake, son. <laughs> Don't yeah. kick me off the sideline. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks uh, for watching and listening. Pro Football Doc Podcast, Sports Injury Central. Good job on your rogue uh podcast there maybe i shouldn't call it rogue i mean uh, it, it's only rogue for the first couple weeks now come on we, we're getting like a into superhero when he territory. says rogue yeah. i feel like i'm an x-man and stuff so feels good big star wars guy <laughs> yeah, so yeah rogue and, uh, yep. and i'm just waiting for justin to jump back in since i talked about the podcast again <laughs> uh anyways uh thanks for <laughs> watching podcast, this uh in the world uh next to the pro football doc podcast which there you go yeah. right side <laughs> by side yep. yeah, yeah. there there you go all right thanks for listening and watching and uh have fun at the two games tonight and we will have the field views and here's the teaser. Justin will get an explainer video. We have an unbelievable new feature at the website with six scores on players. Sortable information. Sortable yep. mm -hmm. information based on FanDuel, DFS pricing, or projected yep. fantasy points, and by position. And also right there is the six score of the defense mm -hmm. that they're playing against so you literally can look and see where the mismatches are we got more features coming but that's one you should start to take a look one-stop shop all the info right it's there. all yep. at the six score tab at sports injury central sicscore.com all right thanks we'll uh, see you guys this week and the rest of uh, and into next week mm -hmm.